Neptune Spear. Come on. Operation Neptune Spear where we killed Osama Bin Laden. I was right in the middle of it with, of it with you guys. Iraqi Freedom is a real horse name. Why do- okay, so why do we keep naming all of our operations after really cool, like, uh, mysterious things? I thought- I thought that that first song is completely about math, where they're going, Oh, Like, is that not, like, just the ringing in their brain further? All I know is that the boys in Oklahoma roll their joints all around. I think I might want to try starting the podcast over. What do you guys think? This really got away from us. Hey everyone, welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds come up with the concept for a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian, joined by my co-host, Olivia. Hey. And today we have a very special guest, uh, William Solar. Say hi, William. Hello. Hey, William. Nice to have you back. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be, it's nice, it's nice to be back, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, just, you know, um, I'm glad I'm special, um. You're very special. You're very, very special. See, I feel like when you, when you say it like that, you don't mean it as a good thing. No, I do. I think you're very special. You're a very special guest. We talk about how special you are. Uh, all the I time. don't. Mm, just all uh, the time. Okay. All the time. That makes me. Mm, I don't. You're I don't different. Like that. You're just an unusual creature. You know, you're just you're just different. It's fine. You're very special. Yeah. I don't know if I I want to be different because it's not like I do anything fun that's like weird or whatever. No, you're just naturally like you're just a different kind of person. We don't. Yeah, you're just special. You're just very special. It's fine. Yeah. This is going on a little too long for me. I'm re it really feels it really feels pointed at this point. <laughs> I mean, we could get into the details of why you're special, but, you know. But, but before we do that, before we get into those details, I think we might end the show. We'll see how things are going. If we if we need to pull that ripcord, you know, we we can do it. Um, Olivia, what do you want to talk about today? What do you oh, do a man. All right, guys. Well, I've been thinking about hobbies recently and, like, what I want to do uh, with my life after this pandemic. And I was like, maybe I'll get outside more What's or after the pandemic? <laughs> I don't know. Does that exist? Who knows? It's never going to end. Keep Who going. Knows? Sorry. Anyway, so I was like, what's something fun to do outside uh, that, you know, is different and cool and i thought about like quidditch and i was like no it's too that's too dorky for me but anyway <laughs> i was looking at i was looking it up and i found this thing called hobby horsing um and i think okay. i'm a little too old for it but i found it's really really fascinating um mostly a female sport and i think it would be really fun to write a musical about it okay so like wait so like i think i know what a hob uh, like hobby horsing is in like a hobby horse. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like a, a little like horse head on a stick, right? Exactly. Yeah. So how is how is that active exactly? So uh, there's this thing that kind of originated in Finland, um, like ten or so years ago, uh, and these girls created a competition basically where you ride a, a hobby horse around and you like you jump over the what are those things called hurdles the hurdles yeah 
Um, you jump over hurdles and do like dressage and all these different horse uh, competitions. <laughs> wait, wait, it's basically, uh huh. You do dressage? Yeah, some of them do. Yeah, you, uh, you, oh. you know, you do you you create a routine and perform so it with music. So you do dance competitions while holding a hobby horse. Yeah, there was. I think there was one where the the girls like choreographed a dance to a Nelly song. Um, oh, okay. Point. Well, actually, I'm 100% on board. Uh-huh. That's all you had to tell me. Yeah. I'm, if, 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 you, if you had a hobby horse. <laughs> That's genuine, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Although with Pony? Yeah, Pony. Who knows how to ride? <laughs> um, so, what would your hobby horse name be? Oh, I think I would want something like Desert Storm. Uh, you want Operation Desert, Desert Storm? Storm? Yeah, Operation you, Desert Storm. The I, whole name. I didn't. I I did not realize that you stand uh, the United States military that like you, that. That you stand with George H. W. Bush. I'm a big Bush fan. I, I love Bush. I love Bush. You, not the not the second one. Not the second one. All right. This Bush just in. Olivia one. loves Bush. <laughs> Olivia loves Bush. Just so long as it's appropriate for the time, you know? You know it's a style choice. Yeah. Okay, fine. Bush is, Bush is a style choice. Though, I, you know, the idea that it's... it's I think it's timeless. Okay. So, wow, we well, just so I'll just clarify. So hobby horsing. So hobby horsing um, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Okay, so we have, we have Operation <laughs> Desert Storm. I, well, okay, so I completely forgot the Desert Storm was... <laughs> was, it, was it war thing i think i was thinking of like desert rose you know it's kind of uh, kind of sultry okay uh all right De- desert rose we're gonna go with desert rose okay uh Cr- christian what what would the horse what would your hobby horse uh pineapples pineapple like multiple mm. pineapples yeah his name would be pineapples or their name i don't want to assign a gender to the horse it's 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 an inanimate object i think you can well then, even I think, less. I think, you're, I think your inanimate object can be a boy. Pineapples. The horse would be named Pineapples. The horse would be named Pineapples. What's yours then, huh? You think if you're, if you're here to judge ours, I think Operation Desert Storm, uh, God bless H.W. Bush, is a great name for a horse, so I don't know why you're judging her. Her name, well, she changed her name to Desert Rose. All right. Oh, excuse me. Don't right, let him you know, bully you, Olivia. He's just a special guest. I know. I kind of want to stick with Desert Storm because it's a cool name, but it I don't want to cool offend name. anyone. Oh, well, if you're gonna stick didn't. with Desert Storm, I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> My horse will be named Mission Accomplished, and Williams can be Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> Uh, oh no! There we got it. We got oh, it. Desert no. Storm, Iraqi Freedom, and Mission Accomplished. No more questions. Okay, so let's no. move on. I, um, wait. I, I, no, wait. I, that's it, it. It you know it works. I think it works great. So um, yeah. No, it, I really. I don't really even. Good I don't. Choice. I don't even get to. I don't even. With Iraqi Freedom, William. I really. You know. You no. William Solar. You yeah. When you said really that, William, I was stand. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, so I was going to go. Have, um the horse names figured out. I feel like that's the that's the easiest part. Now, Olivia, tell us a little bit more about hobby horsing so we know what we can write the musical about. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to use those names in the show? Um, Is that what you're saying? No, just in our general, like, fan fiction, I think. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, anyway, um, so yeah, hobby horsing is considered a sport. Um, there's actually, if you are really, really interested in learning a lot more, there's a documentary called Hobby Horse Revolution that I, uh, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched yet, but uh, it's all these girls from like 12 to 18, and they do all these different competitions that include like dressage or jumping, or I think they even have things about like how to take care of your hobby horse at these competitions, oh. like brushing and keeping it, you know, uh, manicured. Um, but yeah, so they do all these different competitions. There's three different levels, apparently, for beginners, intermediate, and advanced. Um, but that's that's basically it. It's caught on in some different countries. Um, a lot of people think it's like really silly, but I think it's kind of cool that there's just this fun sport that you really don't have to have a lot of equipment for, and you can just, yeah, you know, feel like you're a part of a team and doing something fun together. It's really interesting. It, de- it definitely has less upkeep than a regular and, and it's, horse. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting because it sounds to me like they're like, okay, what if we did everything like regular equestrian sports did? We just didn't require you to spend thousands of dollars a year on the upkeep. So exactly. I really like that. Yeah. I think that's a really... And if, yeah. That's a really interesting way to approach that, saying like, well, not everybody's going to be able to afford a horse, so... Yeah, and glue doesn't recoup the cost, so it's not like it's zero sum. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, William. We were being sincere here, um, <laughs> and then you just decided to that uh, technically make a really is... crass joke. Well, did it stick? Wah, wah, hey, hey, wah. Olivia, Olivia, can, can, you, can you join me on the other side of the podcast, real quick? Just, just yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah. We'll be right yeah, back. We'll be William. right back, William. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm not sure if he's working out. What do you think? I I don't know. Like I like his ideas and I like when he makes us all of our music. Um yeah. it's just like when he says stuff yeah. that, you know, he just says stuff sometimes that really annoys me. I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's a hard person to be around. Yeah, but, like no. his jokes are you know, just not well timed sometimes. And then I don't get that. You know, you know what? But but who else is going to write? I don't want to write the music. Do you want to write the music? Like, what is... I don't want to write the music. Okay. I just want to... What, is, what does glue have to do with horses? Oh, it's this whole what thing is, that glue used to be made of, like, horse hooves and various fats and stuff. So it's a pretty... It's a pretty yeah, it's a pretty mean-spirited joke. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Oh. Yeah, this... I... I Oh, we, this might be this might be his last episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, let's just see how it goes. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey, William. Hey, William. Hey, bud. Yeah, hey, what's bud. up? Nothing. We were just we were just talking. Yeah. We just we we're just mulling things over. You're doing great, by the way. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being thanks. here. Thanks, guys. So, um, yeah, we've had a really great time with you. Yes, William. we have a great time. And I'm, just, I'm really we just glad. want you to yeah. know, Good. if um for whatever reason, uh. You don't come back for a little bit. It has nothing to do with the quality of your performance. It's just we just want it. We really like to mix it up with other people. Okay. But anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah. So um, I love that. I love the idea of this. This really does seem like a very sincere and kind thing. Um, so I think for the show, we have to be sincere about it. We can't be yeah. dunking on this. For it's girls like to girls exercising and hanging out, pretending like they have horses because it's expensive to have a horse. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But also they're competitive. Exactly. And um, 
the Selma Vilhunen, the person who made that film, mm-hmm. she described the like the hobby or the sport as little girls are allowed to be strong and wild. And so I think that we can bring that energy into it too. Like, yeah, it's it's like a a non-violent sport, a low maintenance sport, but also these girls are allowed to get a little bring in their inner stallion. There you go. Inner Mustang. I like that. Be a little wild. Okay, then let's yeah. So let's get started. Um, Okay. So how do we want to break this up? Um, Are there any shows about competitions that we can kind of like base this around? Well, uh, from a musical aspect, for sure, we're looking at like Putnam County Spelling Bee, right? Mm. Like we're uh, uh, for those of you that don't know that show, is that show is about a spelling bee. It's kind of in the title. uh, I think it's like really where uh, if you guys watch Martin, Modern Family, it's where like Jesse Tyler Ferguson like really came out in the forefront of things um, on Broadway and then eventually into television. Mm. But uh, not the point. The point is is that it is adults playing okay. children uh, doing this like the spelling bee, and so you've got a lot of uh, things of those kids. Uh, how they do spelling bees, how they act, like it really is very character driven in terms of loving the characters and the things that make it funny and heartwarming are the fact that everybody is taking it seriously. The same thing that I think about in terms of spelling bee and what we're talking about is I'm also thinking about the movie Best in Show directed by Christopher Guest. Mm. Um, there, there, it's it, it just captures this thing of like it's about a dog show. The thing is about a dog show, mm-hmm. but these people are just really, really funny, quirky characters that are doing some really special. Is things. this like Waiting for Guffman? Um, is it the same? It, it's yeah, it's the same. It's the same guy. Okay. It's Christopher Guest. Well, yeah, uh, it's the best in show. He best in show. He uh, yeah, okay. best in show he made before Waiting for Guffman. Um, if you like Waiting for Guffman, yeah. um, Best in Show is even more heartwarming. Perfect. Because it's not sad. Because it's not sad at the end. Yeah. Um, the way Waiting for Guffman is. If I will say, listeners, if you love theater and you also like have a particular spot for community theater like as a part of your life, Waiting for Guffman is so special. <laughs> it captures a small town. It captures community theater. It captures hope. I love it. It's my favorite Christopher Guest mm. movie. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I didn't realize I'd be talking about Waiting for Guffman. <laughs> uh, with Best in Show, though, like, you know, you've got a character who literally has two left feet, who has <laughs> to go out and be the handler for a dog, right? You have, the, it has one of the best lines. It's just like this rich woman who, this woman who married a, a, a an extremely old rich man who's like, looks like he's a hundred. <laughs> and she just goes like, we could talk and not talk and still have things not to talk about. <laughs> and it's just so, it's so funny. So, um, but it really captures this idea that character driven first, the competition happening is just a competition, mm-hmm. right? People are getting knocked out. People are losing. People are winning. But what's really happening is these characters. Okay, I like that. So it's really, it's centered around one competition. I like that. That. Mm. It keeps it kind of trimmed yep. down. We have like a cast of characters, let's say like five, maybe six characters that we kind of focus on. There are more characters and they kind of come in and out depending on uh, if we, you know, depending on if they make it. So I like that. So that's, I, I figure we start 
like the beginning of the competition where everybody kind of has like the showcase. It's a big number. It's a big um, welcome to the contest number. Yeah, it's probably run by like the commentators. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like welcome to the 20th annual uh, hobby horsing international competition. You know, this is looking like a great. We got some standout. You know, it's very like that, and it. I think that it also could probably have the same feel of uh, the first song from a chorus line, right? That first song of a chorus line where you enter it, it's got this huge dance quality as we're weeding people out in that first round. Maybe maybe the first song is the first round. Okay. In which people are, like, getting out and everything. And then it's also this song that, like, the, the big words of that song are, like, I hope I get it, right? Like, it's, it's very much establishing the wants of the entire group so that then we can pay attention to the characters individually. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a great, it's also a great version of there's not really story in chorus line. Like there's not action in chorus line. It's just people describing their lives. It's all very character driven. That's true. Okay. I like that. I like that. So the first big number is either, either the first, uh, so, from what I understand, there's the three levels of the competition, the beginners, intermediate, and advanced, and kind of every round they they take the fewer and fewer people make it because you're doing more and more stuff. Is that kind of how it goes? I think so. I think so, too. That's From what I was able to see when you brought it up, I think that's what it looks like. So I feel like it's easiest if we just go with that, and that kind of gives us a nice little structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I definitely just, like, I definitely just typed it in, um... And found, yeah, it definitely works that way between the different levels. I think Olivia mentioned levels, like the one, two, and three. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. got like the three I, levels. It, it actually, it actually looks like that was the three levels of hot the hobby horsing tournament in the in twenty twenty. Um, but usually, it looks like it's designated by various jump heights. Oh, that that's how the divisions okay. are made, and then. Okay. And then there are these three levels. I can't tell if these three levels are like that they are separate. Like they went, this is the beginner, this is the intermediate, this is the advanced. But I think it would be really interesting that this version would be like your first round has to be very simple. Like there is this interesting like concept that they have different levels that allow for different moves Mm -hmm. essentially. Oh yeah, exactly. And I, I think that for our purposes, I think that'll work. I don't think we need to like get into no name one musical that is completely accurate name one piece of media that's completely accurate to what it's trying to portray but that's so i feel like that's enough for us to kind of to kind of get going there so like basically though like the story our story is like like we've just talked about and everyone seemed pretty like on board of what i was saying it's like the story's bunk right like there's just a competition the competition is happening yes Right, so uh, the characters are what matter. So we just need to have like our our main our main cast that are gonna make it the farthest and everything. And then we gotta decide who's mm-hmm. gonna win. Yeah. After that, it's like personal conflict and everything like that. So let's just talk about the characters first. So, yeah, okay. So I would say we probably need five, maybe six, um, okay. individual okay. characters. Um, that sure. Were, like main focus characters. Well, the the big thing I'm thinking about is like, what are the different kinds of horse girls? Because mm-hmm. they would be the hobby horsing, right? I maybe, maybe, maybe they like it. It just depends. And I think I I do worry that like doing that will be like poking fun in a certain way, like 
making fun of the idea of like horse girls making fun of that idea like because there's such there's already a stereotype and kind of an insult associated with it i will say though i will say when i was watching the videos there were a lot of girls wearing double like uh french braids oh yeah it's it's very much a horse girl thing so i think we can i would imagine some horse girls also do hobby yeah there is a point there is a point of it might be just accurate no i know i know but it's it's kind of like um tina belcher from uh bob's burgers it's like yeah she unironically likes horses but it's also kind of the butt of a butt of jokes that she likes horses yeah it's kind of the idea and i I like i kind of want to steer away from that and especially because a lot of this is finnish i don't know enough about finnish culture to tell you whether or not it's weird that they like uh hobby horses or not i don't know if i want to go down that road well what well well what do we know about i know i know that finnish culture um they're in they're a nordic country i know that they love death metal Mm -hmm. like that is they they have children's death metal where a um a group dresses up like dinosaurs, like a Barney S dinosaurs, and performs death metal. Mm. Uh, that is a real fact. You can Didn't it they? They um, there was like one that competed. I'm sure they compete in Eurovision a lot, but oh yeah, one with like really scary looking like ogre. Oh yeah, they've got they've got whole they've got whole things like death metal is huge. Whole mythologies. Yeah. Huge. Okay, so we obviously need a a, a a a girl in this who is just the personification mm-hmm. of death metal. Yes, obviously she'll do the whole the black face, the black and white face <laughs> paint. I forgot what they call it. I think they call it zombie paint. Um, there's like an actual name for that paint. The, the black. <laughs> the, the zombie paint is also on our horse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she's gonna. She's got that. She's got like a like a mohawk, Ooh. like studded leather. The whole thing. Um, sure. Yeah, and, and, looking... and obviously, obviously, her uh, her thing is called Rolling Thunder. Yes, there we go. Which 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 is also a military operation. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad we can. Keep glad that we brought out. it through. That's not, yep. that's not going to offend anyone. I'm glad we can do that. Um, there are. I looked, and there's some fun competition rules that I think um, she might get in trouble for. Uh, let's see. Okay. There's one where they. Uh, they will be disqualified if they um, harm any of the judges. How? Don't know how. How? Don't know how happen? they would harm the judges. Well, I mean, I, I'm assuming someone loses, you know, loses um, control of their horse. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it's like when you have, yeah. The horse gets spooked. When you have, like, a yeah, Wii remote but... and you, like, try to hit your tennis ball too hard and you just, like, throw it right at and the you... TV and break it. <laughs> yes. And, and your just... parents get really mad at you and... Yeah. I have to like, yeah. Do we stay do, in do your you need, room for a do while? Do you need to get a new Wii? Is your Wii broken, hmm? Olivia? Oh what? yeah, I broke my Wii. Uh, actually, last year I dropped it at the uh, pawn shop while I was trying to sell it for ten dollars. Oh no! <laughs> dropped it right on the floor. They were like about to buy it. Oh no! Yeah, they're like, well, <laughs> can't take that anymore. Uh, broke the whole Wii. Damn. Well, moment of silence for uh, Nintendo's most in, uh, imaginative system. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> so, so yes, the Finnish heavy metal girl. What do we want to call her? Do we want like I think it'd be fun to give her like a very heavy metal name. Mm. Like she goes um, by like a moniker, like um, like a Blood Goddess, Blood Goddess, or um, like 
Death Knell. Kate Chaos Emerald. Ooh, I like um, Death Knell. That's good. Death Knell? I like that. You know, and it's spelled Nell, not like the, the, yeah. like the bell. Like Nell isn't like Nelly. That's pretty good. Oh, because it's because cool her name. name is Nell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, her name is Nell. She goes by Her Death name Nell. is Nell. She hates it. She just put death in front of it. Yes, exactly. I love that. Her name is Nell, and she goes by Death Nell. Oh, my God. Um, I love it. She's like... She takes it very seriously. She loves to do this, but she's very she's very heavy metal about it. If she does any dressage or any, I guess I don't know if they do music to it, but like her song is gonna be, it'll be like a rock opera kind of mm-hmm. thing. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So we oh, got she she only screams. She only screams. Um, she only screams. We have exhausted my knowledge of Finnish culture. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, that is all I know about the Finns. Yeah. Well, there's. I was looking up some some Finnish culture facts. Um, did you know okay. that Finns consider themselves the fastest nation on the earth? They've won a lot of Formula One races oh. and rallies. Um, okay. I would not have connected this with Finland because they are also known as like the world's happiest country. Not that that has any disconnect, I guess, with being fast, but. Um, but yeah, just it seems like they're more calm. Fast people are sad. What what are they trying to get away <laughs> yeah. from? Huh? But what are you trying to get away from? <laughs> I I love the idea of like having this desire to go fast and like how that intermingles with with hobby horsing. So oh, maybe like an elite, like an elite, very competitive Finnish yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, just like... and and then and that person gets disqualified for juicing their horse. <laughs> Amazing. Well. Maybe she yes. has a dad or a mom who is like a Formula One racer. Their family's really. Yeah. Uh, oh, she has the Formula One jacket. Like yeah. she wears the full Formula One. Yeah, jacket. and she has like yeah. stickers on the side of her hobby horse that are like uh, like Mercedes and things oh, like that. Oh my god! Well, no, she has a bunch of sponsors because she's the best hobby yeah. racer. I love it. Yeah, and like everybody's expecting her to win. She's won like two or three years in a row. Yeah, this is like her yeah. last year to race. But she has like, but she has like this strange carbon fiber polymer stick yes. <laughs> that like it makes it easier to yeah like there's a weird drag. spring back in it. Oh my god! There's a weird spring back in it that makes it easier for her to jump over jumps. Why is this yeah, her but, last year to race? Is she like aging out? Yes, she's like aging <laughs> out. Um, she's gonna yeah she she's aging out of the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a little bit older than the rest of them. She's like super elite. What do we want to call her? So I don't really know any Finnish names. Um, any? I I think I looked up a couple. What? How does uh, Fia sound? Fia sounds great. Fia. Fia Ooh, it is. Fia. So elite. It also it also sounds like a car. Oh, oh yeah, it does. It, it does. sounds like a Fia. I love it. Or we could just straight up call her Mercedes. Um, <laughs> no. No, I, I like Fia. I think that's great. I think that's hilarious. Uh, so we've got the t- those two things, and then I don't know. We gotta have a horse girl, right? We gotta have like the 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 farm. Well, yeah, girl like or yeah, no. If we yeah. do like a farm girl, but I think that it would be really interesting that like because she's a farm girl and she actually lives with like real horses, like her parents don't get it and like really mm-hmm. want her and like not to win <laughs> because she like she she needs to go work on the farm and this is just taking like, too much time. We rode, we rode horses. Here. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. You have a horse. You have several horses at home. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. the idea of like, and she's just like, she's very determined. This this is her dream. Her parents don't quite understand it. 
but this is her dream and she has a song about like working on the farm yeah i, I was gonna say and maybe her like it's a connection for her because there's a team element to it and there's friendship that comes from it and maybe she's kind of lonely at the farm like and, i love and it friendship, yeah, part of her is there and for friendship friends. is magic friendship is magic Oh boy, we are really uh we're we're really pulling we're going to be uh we're going to upset the Finns. We're going to upset the US military and now we're going to upset my little pony fan people. Bronies? Bronies or the the female I, version I of Bronies? I don't I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that the that the the fem, the normal um group of people that are supposed to look like my little pony are going to listen to a podcast by a bunch of adults. So it's only going to be the bronies. And honestly, what are they going to do about it? Yeah. I don't want to... Do, do we want to piss off Star Wars next? Do you have any hot takes about The Last Jedi? I mean, Jedi? hey, I, I... Is that what, hey, is that I what already, we're doing? I already... I don't I already, care enough about I, The Last I Jedi to have pitched, a hot take. I already pitched to you when we were talking about podcasts before. I already pitched to you that I just wanted to do a podcast about how amazing Phantom Menace is. Okay, so, whatever. So, this Finnish farm girl, what are we going to name her? <laughs> um, let's Anakin. see. What we got here? No. <laughs> How about but, Anya? It's close uh, enough. Anya's... Uh, okay. We're going to go with uh, Anya. Hold, hold on, Anya hold on. What about, okay. what about, um... Uh, I heard, I heard what Anya about, from the crowd. I think what about Barbarossa? Oh, actually, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Is she a wrestler? <laughs> no, it's another military operation. <laughs> no, no, her name is Anya. All right, her name story. is Anya. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so now we we so we've got. I think that's enough fins. I think we've got three fins. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah, because we're like because because uh, we're because we, we're a shark. A I think we need six. <laughs> yes. No, because we've got the dorsal and the two, yeah, and then the, um, the little two ones got, on the tail got, as well. This is a good Finn joke, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um, so it's an international okay, so, competition. Okay, so, we, so it's international, yeah. Uh, well, so, it, you said it was big in Australia. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So let's. Um, oh, so let's go. With, so let's go so with an Australian. Let's let's call her Katie. Sure. What, Katie. what do we know about well, Katie? Well, Katie obviously is a, just the crocodile hunter, right? Or is that? Or is that just uh, a walking stereotype? What accent was that? That was like I, Boston. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm walking here on a crocodile. Exactly. It's not supposed to be good. Okay, right? I get it. Um, uh, maybe not that. <laughs> okay. It's so we don't have to hear either one of you try to do an Australian accent again. Wait, wait. wait. I oh that wasn't. I was making fun of. I was making fun. I was making fun of uh, William there. That's not my real attempt at an Australian accent. This is it. This is it. We want to go to the barbie. That's gonna go get her. That's kind of New Zealand. You wanna uh, uh let's uh let's go chase a tarantula in the big yard. Yeah, you definitely sound like you're from Tans. It sounds like you're from Tasmania. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it sounds Where's like it? it sounds like your your uh fam your family tree is a trunk. Look, I'm just looking for a nice Sheila. Oh god. Right, okay, what around do we know, here. What do we know about Australians? 
like what are some stereotypes maybe that we can play with that we can turn on their heads so what, what well, do we obviously that they're that it's, it's the outdoor hot. it's the outback right like that's the stereotype yeah right it's down nobody under. actually says barbie like that's just was a a commercial that was made for americans to come to australia well it's actually they do say barbie but it's not shrimp it's oh prawn. that's that's it that's what the thing is eh? you're right yeah yeah they they call shrimp prawn in prawn. australia prawn um, let's let's try to come up with this but, character as quickly as possible because you're right the australian accent is it's, it's, it's really, really grating um okay so not like normal said, australian outback, accents i don't just want to do we she could maybe she could <laughs> instead of a horse it could be a kangaroo sure, yeah. maybe it can be an alligator or sorry crocodile no that's, that's i think that's a little too much out. i think that i think that because like we are dealing with nations that are not our own i feel like there's a sense of like we didn't really like fuck with the Finns too hard so why would we decide to fuck with the australians you know because I mean? they can take it they can take a joke well, because we're looking at the Australian from the Finn oh, perspective. Well, so then, so. so then that's how all of the Finnish people see Katie, but Katie actually like fucking can't go outside. She's just a normal person. <laughs> oh, oh, can't go, can't go she outside. Can't go that's outside. An twist. What do you mean by that? She like allergic yeah, to like the she, sun. Yeah, she just like has oh. lupus and just can't go out in the sun. What if she has like <laughs> she's got a really big one of those really big Australian hats that like they make the children wear, so you never see her face. Everyone's like kind of intimidated because they're like, I can't see her eyes. How do I know? She wears like a full body suit. Like, she's yeah, like, she's like got a bee suit on. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe she has <laughs> like, like a, a, a really overprotective mom, and that's really what it is. Is like she may not actually be allergic to the sun. It's just like this is the only she... thing her mom lets her do. <laughs> and the reason she did hobby horsing because hobby horsing is all indoors. It takes place in the. Uh, it takes. Place oh, in the and yeah. she really, she really yeah. wants okay. a real to ride a real horse, but like her mom says that she's allergic to horses, even though she's never been around a horse. Oh no! Oh god! This is uh, what is it? Munchausen's by proxy. Yes, that's yes, that's what's Yikes. going on. Okay. Okay. Well, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. That's on me. Um, okay. We're going to keep, we're just going to keep on rolling past that. I love that. I love Katie, the laid back Australian whose mom is like incredibly Katie. overprotective. Sure. And so like everybody thinks she's like very timid and like allergic to all this stuff and she can't do stuff or she thinks that about herself. And then her song, she realizes that that's yeah. not true. Wow. Do we I want her? It. Should we put the whole thing inside then? It could be outside, so she's wearing like sun protection. I, what if the first it's inside, and then the last competition they go outside? Yeah, because the power fails or something, and she has to, and like her mom is like, "Well, then you're gonna have to get disqualified." And she's like, "I don't care Ooh. if I go to the hospital. It, I'm gonna do this." And then she competes, and she realizes it turns out, it turn, it turns out she's arc. actually a vampire. Just into flames <laughs> the entire wow. time this takes just a, this takes you know her her mom her mom keeps giving her juice packs that that her mom says that nobody else is allowed to drink um you know what i like it william we're gonna it's, we're gonna put that we're gonna it's put a halloween we're gonna month to the vampire it's halloween month we're, we're gonna circle that we are back. recording we're this gonna get spooky back to the halloween we're gonna circle back to the vampire spook okay, these horses spook maybe, these maybe horses. we'll move into a vampire puppet Yes, please. Just for you, we'll do a vampire. Yeah, puppet. that that feels a little um, played out. 
Yeah, you know, well, well, we'll figure it out. And then, so we've got, exactly. So we got Katie. We got Katie. Um, now, we need one last character. Where do we want this person to be from? So we've got the Finns. We've got... Australia. Um, uh, let's just, like, do it in the USA. Yeah. Uh, there there are boys that do this, right? Is yeah, there there's a few, boys? a few boys. I think, yeah, we should just have this American boy who, like, uh, everyone else has... has American, American boy. American <laughs> boy. Um, that... That maybe everybody else is like that we've talked about so far. This is not their first international showing, and he's just uh-huh. kind of here by accident. And he just like, like he just he's all imposter syndrome. Like he doesn't think that he's good. <laughs> I at like, all. yeah, I like that. And maybe his like his family really wanted to go to Finland. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna interview you in this competition. You seem really interested wanna... in it. And the, and uh, like... <laughs> They just wanted a vacation to Finland. Yeah, we need a baby. They're not even watching. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay, so we've got the American. What do we want to name him? Uh, well, he's American, so obviously his name should be something like Dynamo. You know, Dynamo or uh, maybe Wrath of God. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm I'm still just doing military U.S. U.S. military paperclip. Let's name him. Let's Operation Paperclip. Yeah, that's a good choice (laughs) too. No, uh, something like Chuck or Charlie or Corey. Corey's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's an all-American name. It is. We we've got a we've got a senator. We've got the uh, the. The name of the ma- we got oh, a, the God. name okay. of the main character in in a TV series that was a part of many people's lives. Actually, gonna, too, because there's also Corey from that so Raven, and then there's Corey from I'm gonna Corey in, in the house. house. It's the same character, <laughs> guys. It's the same. It's <laughs> no, I meant I I'm meant co- the, the other one I was nope, talking about nope, was Corey nope, was done. the William. Nope, nope, <laughs> like the nope, boy. Nope. What was that show called? Boy Meets World. Corey and Oh, and then Corey Feldman, or, you know. Or, or Corey Hain. Okay, so we're at about the halfway point. I think we got a good idea of what we want. Um, Olivia, I believe you have something very important to tell us. I do. So, I found this on the internet. Um, this is... Our, our zodiac signs as horse breeds. Oh. Perfect. Are you ready? Yes, I'm Okay. I'm very ready. You guys ready? Okay. So we're going to start with Aries. Okay. Aries, you are an American quarter horse, which is just like your typical hot-looking hot-looking ass horse. horse. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's let's be honest. All of the horses in this picture in these pictures very attractive. They're the gold standard of horses. Yeah. He's just it looks like doing a, his thing. He's like the horse that you just picture I, I, in your mind I see you spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Happy spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Taurus, you're going to love this. You're an Icelandic horse. Oh, I thought they would just be a cow. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. This is my I, horses, I didn't even so. mean that as a joke. I just... The horse is not a cow, though. Yeah, come on, William. Horses aren't cows. That's horse 101. <laughs> new new merch. Horses aren't cows. <laughs> Horses okay, aren't so that's Taurus. So You've got... And, uh, yeah, and it's... long uh, mane. L- yes, Taurus, of course. It's got, like, an emo side part. Gorgeous. Um, 
Okay. Gemini, you are a Rocky Mountain horse, which, damn. Damn, Gemini. You're majestic. This is like a black horse with white, icy white hair. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. She's sexy. She's working it. She's working it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cancer, you are a cute little Shetland pony. Oh, little my baby. God. A little fuzzy baby Shetland pony. Uh, Leo's, you're a Mustang because, dang, you're a Leo, and that's yeah, yeah. And and Mustangs are like they're the wild horses that people think of like uh in the old like in the Wild West horses that that would be more spirit. Is yeah. Mustang. Oh sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All the confidence of a wild horse. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, Virgos, you're a Lipizzaner horse, L I P I Z Z A N E R. You got two Z's. Um, it's just a, looking like a white horse, a romantic. This is a white ass horse. Okay. Oh, oh, here we are, boys. We're Libras. We are the Clydesdale. Mm, we're the Clydesdale. Those... Yeah, we're is the Clydesdale. Of... Is that because of Oktoberfest? Probably. Ooh, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. We look handsome. Yeah, <laughs> really definitely awesome. haunches. Oh yeah, they are fucking enormous. They are. I've had a we've Clydesdale got, eat my hair. We've got a long-haired, beautiful man like riding this horse on the cover of a romance novel. That's that's what we've got going on here. You're not wrong. It's a good-looking horse. Um. Okay. I love fringe. You know, <laughs> fringe is great. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Uh, Scorpios, you're an Irish sport horse. They look very oh, lean. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sagittarius. This is my favorite name of a horse. It's called a, a Mangalarga Marchador. Which is very fun. A Marchador. Um, it's like black and white spotted. It looks like very regal. Okay, Capricorn, you're an Andalusian horse. Okay. Another white beauty. Um, is that that's weird to say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Uh, Aquarius, you're a thoroughbred. I don't know what that means. Uh, I didn't. Think I that was didn't a know that that was a. I, a I didn't think that. Yeah. I don't. Isn't think that just like? Is a breed. It's definitely not. It definitely just means oh, that is. they are the thoroughbred is oh, a horse really? breed best known for its use in ra- horse racing. Oh wow. That's so neat yeah. because we don't talk about thoroughbred yeah. like that, do we? Yeah, but when well, we say Aquarius, he's a thoroughbred, now it all makes sense. Your your thoroughbred's running through water. It's very mysterious. Like did he just come out of the ocean? Yeah. You know? Um Okay, and then Pisces, you're an American paint horse. Classic. Very classic. Uh, yeah, so that's our horse signs. I hope you're all really happy with your horse sign and feel like you really connect with um, that breed. Yeah. Because uh, it's factual. Exactly. And it's scientifically no proven. It. Yep. So um, back to the show, I guess, now that we've learned that important thing about our horse breeds.
we gotta keep. We, okay, we got the five main characters, and we're gonna we're gonna have to rip through that story. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we got the first. We got the first part. They. The, we got the God. I hope I get it. Kind of song, right? We got that. We've we've got that basis. Mm-hmm. Then, it's like a big. It's a big Broadway number. So are we doing what kind of musical do we want to do? So I guess. Like we can do like big Broadway. We can do maybe kind of like a rock. I, I think I think that I think that uh, for this one, it is just like one of those goofy shows that kind of plays with everything. So like I, I don't think that it like it's, is yeah kind of yeah modern. it doesn't really set in that space. And again, like we're thinking about it from a Putnam perspective, which is very modern in that respect. Um, yeah. But I think that it goes there. Everybody's songs a little Every, different. It reflects yeah, their personality. Yeah, exactly, so exactly. Okay. Like music is heavily informing the character because this is just a character-based show. This is the show is hardly even action-based. Um, we do have to consider some of the actions though to make it kind of interesting. But I think after that, we basically just have like five songs of these people introducing themselves in different ways. Um, it's like uh, they're getting up to do their performances. So each song is like their actual Yeah, performance. so okay. there is that. So, I think that there is something to be said that maybe like um, uh, the Australian girl and the farm girl, like uh, they, like their relationship is important to each other hmm. um, because the Australian girl like wants what they, they both kind of want what the other wants, you know, like. Okay. Okay, let's. Yeah, I like that. Oh, let, then, so let's start from the beginning and let's just timeline timeline it out because I like that. I really like that, but I want to make sure that we're not creating stuff that we have to fit sure, back 100%. in later. So, so we've got the big, we've got the big. Um, hope I get it. Number. Or do we want to cut everybody down to these five after okay. the first level, or do we want to leave like ten or fifteen, and then there's another like kind of I think, chorus I number? I think. I think. I think the five of them being left is an act two. Act two. Okay. I like it. And so act two is going to be the final competition. Yeah. And, and it's going to decide so, the, like first, second and third. Like that's it. the last got round. It. Okay. So yeah. we, I like it. I like it. So we've got the right. big number mm-hmm. where we introduce people. They cut some people. Then um, do we want a couple songs where we introduce who these characters are? Uh, I th- I, um, or like scenes, songs where we, where we learn more about these people before they have uh, their actual is, is there, is there a character like, so, the thing that I think about is like who's the character that's the stand-in for the audience, and the easiest one—it's got oh, to be Corey, right? Um, because he doesn't. I don't know why I'm right. here. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, so who does Corey kind of attach to to be like what's going, or who attaches to Corey? Who's gonna? Who has the? Who has the personality to be like outspoken and a go-getter? <laughs> that's not. Um, uh, Freya, who's not the who's not the um, Formula One. I love the idea of Corey hanging out with Death Knell. The, the Death Knell is um, the one who like, yeah. But is, does Death Knell talk to anybody? No. So he just hangs out with this person. He doesn't talk back to him. Or is there a third one? Or do three yes. of them hang out? No, I I love the idea. I love the idea of. She, the, the, this, this is, you know, it's the, the trope, the tried and true trope that the, the, the person that doesn't talk very often, like everybody just kind of bounces their ideas sure. off of them. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe the reason he hangs out with Death Nell or Death Nelly, we'll figure either one, um, is because she has like incredibly supportive parents who are like, they have the mm-hmm. full, 
heavy metal gear, heavy metal getup, but they're just like the most nice kind of Midwestern style. Sure, people. sure. Like they're and like and she's not like she has no problem with her parents. She's just an angry girl, but she loves her parents and her parents are very supportive. And Corey's parents aren't right because Corey's parents went to do tourist things. Aww. Exactly. Like so that's so we pair them up that way where they have a song. So like we've got the introduction and then it's like they're introducing round two. I mean they're they're announced the announcers announce who's going <laughs> to be in round two. And Corey makes it. Corey's one of the one that makes it, and he looks for his parents. He has a song where he looks for his parents in the stand. Yeah, and his parents aren't there. And, like, he checks his phone, and he's just, like, reading messages from his parents. Like, show it. Or, like, he sees their Instagram, and they're just going across fingers. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, shit. And um, in that song, he meets he meets Death Knell, and uh, she introduces him to yeah. her parents. And they just have a nice song. No, I feel like I feel like well, I, mean, I, I feel maybe... like I feel like Corey actually makes sense to tie him to the to the farm girl. Because okay. her parents are also not about um about gotcha. this in the same way. Right? But instead of hit their parents using him to get them to Finland to have this fun time, her parents just don't want her to do it because she's really helpful. Because they, because she's like, they're like, you're really good at doing stuff on the farm and we need you, you know? So it's a different sense of like, it's not about responsibility for Corey, whereas it's about responsibility for, for them. And so they have something really in common. Um, okay. Yeah. I like that. And we will give them a song where they introduce themselves. Yeah. Um, where they introduce themselves and it's like, uh, why am I here? It's like, why am I here is one of, is his kind of refrain. And hers is I need to be here or something like that. Sure, yeah. And that I, I really like that. And that introduces them, that kind of like combine like keeps them together. Yeah, one hundred percent. Can we have a song called Philly You In? Just <laughs> <laughs> telling them how how the competition works. Oh, sure. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Let me Philly you in. Yeah, Anya is like very excited to tell him about it. I love it. Um then I think Fia, when we introduce Fia, either before the second or after the second competition, I think she needs to be, she needs to have her own number where she's backed up by a bunch of Finnish, by her Finnish fans. Yeah, I think, I, or, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like she meets with her dad and her dad, like, her dad has, she's like signing autographs and stuff like that. She's wearing the full Formula One thing. Oh yeah, 100%. and like she has like backup dancers and stuff like that, and she's like, "I am, I'm." It's it's a song about how she's the best and she's gonna win. Yeah. E- either you can or you canter. Fuck yeah. I was nope. gonna say more like a Gaston <laughs> okay. style song, but that works even better. I like that. Can or you canter, <laughs> and it's like a big like. It's a big like Euro Euro, Euro techno. Yes very kind of eurovision Ooh. yeah with it i love that and that's like in that so that's after that first introduction that we have those songs where we're introducing our main characters yep um that leaves katie and death Nell. um do we want death Nell to not have anything to do until the set like she's there and she's doing stuff but her song... oh well well katie and death Nell hang out just because they both don't go outside i, yes, <laughs> I love that where it's um 
<laughs> their parents, maybe maybe the song is their parents talking about them. Yeah. Like they each get a song where their parents talk about like Katie is very different. She every time she tries to say something sure. and her mom covers I her think up and starts I, singing about her ailments. I think that I think that only only Katie's mom sings. I don't think any of the other parents sing. Okay. I okay. think I, I like think that. that they might chime in, they might talk, they might everything like that if if they you know, they might be like this um they might chime in from time to time, but I think the only one that sings is uh Katie's mom, who who doesn't let Katie talk until Katie finally snaps and it like has her song yes. in the second act of being like um that you know, that she she'll do it her way. Right, you know. Yes, I love it. I love it. Okay. So we've got that. Um, we've got the introduction songs. Now, I think the announcers need their own song introducing the second level, the second stage, you know? Um, and that second stage, probably 10, uh, you know, 10 people. Sure. Um, do we want it? So, that, so it'd probably be like another... This one would be kind of a chorus number. So we've got the one where they introduce. This is where they kind of introduce the actual competition a little bit more. They've I hope you pick me, hope you pick me, learn learn a little bit more. We've got the announcers talking about what this competition is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of going over it a little bit more. Um, and they just have a they have a, a lot of fun with it. It's kind of um it's a it's a comedic thing, talking about how important it is to these young girls and Corey. Um Yeah. Like the whole thing, uh, and then the second—I I think for the second performance, uh, the second level, it should be. The, each one of these characters has like a has a line, except for maybe Death Knell. Death Knell doesn't. It's it's like you know it's it's very much like they have like the, their it's kind of all of theirs. I want song, where they're they're explaining or like they're explaining why they need to go on to the next one, and then it gets to Death Knell, and the music just plays, and she just kind of stares while she's doing something. <laughs> oh, so she just like is someone else is is there someone scream actually screaming though? Like the music has words, but she's not the one screaming them. No, I just like the well. I think her. That's actually a good point. Do we want her to do a scream, or do we want her to have like a really elegant, beautiful song at the end? Um, I think. Ahead. Well, what if? Uh, because you know, in musicals, the numbers are usually people their emotions mm-hmm. coming through and it's not like always something that's actually spoken between characters it's more of a emotional connection where we're hearing in their heads so maybe she doesn't talk until she sings okay. i don't know um like all of her singing is just if, her thinking something like that yeah um but yeah when i was listening to like finish metal it wasn't all screaming it's a lot it was more like melodic um, it's a lot more yeah. melodic death yeah. metal and sure, yeah. Um, I know a surprising amount about Finnish metal. <laughs> <laughs> what about starting? Nordic what about metal. starting metal? What that? As opposed to Finnish metal. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. It was a joke. Yeah. It was a joke. Man, that bombed so bad. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So let's keep going. So we've got, uh, I like that. So I do think, I think you're right. 
we need we need a song that kind of talks about their I want yeah and their, I, and their I think thoughts. that she I think that she does sing I think that she doesn't necessarily need to scream but I think that she that is the her genre you know she is gonna be singing in that genre of music yes she's kind of like that uh she's the the more rock opera kind of yeah. thing very heavy um but like when you when you so when got... you think about like especially well again as we compare this to putnam um we've got like two songs i mean we have songs from characters like um the two main characters that end up at the end uh their first songs are one of them is called i speak six languages if you've ever heard that yeah. song and that one is just mm-hmm. her describing like all of her extracurriculars and it gives a feeling and it it just that's just what it is and i think that most of the first act is our characters doing that is our characters connecting to each other and telling each other about themselves because like let's be real like what is our real like through point of this story this through point of the story is that having a place and people that care about the same things is so important right it doesn't matter how poor yeah. how funny this is or anything like that because it's going to be funny because hobby horsing is kind of like a ridiculous hobby and i don't mean that in like a, a bad way i just mean that it's like very specific and so not on the nose that it's not about being cool it's just that you like it you know and the only yeah. person who's doing it in a way that it's like i'm cool for doing this is the only person who fails at the end which is freya Right is the only person that like you, yeah. that has a negative impact on what on her life, and with that being the point, it's just like these these kids. I mean, you guys have done um, theater camps. You guys have done theater competitions and everything uh, with other schools and these huge points. And what was the best part about those things? The best part about those things was you meeting another person and connecting with them on something that you care about. Um, and I think that's, exactly. that's all like that, that this is. That's why I've been like saying like the story is like, all right, okay, they're out. All right. What happens next? Ooh, is there that's a, a cheating point. controversy? Yes. Freya, we've, we've, you know, we, we've stated that out, but I think, I think that there is already this solid story there for like the first act. I think that we need to really focus on what's going to happen in the second act. Like, are we going to okay. have people are, – are are any of these characters going to choose to lose? Are any of these characters going to have – where are the, where the, um, the payoffs for these characters? Yeah. Right? The payoff – Okay, so I like that. Right? The payoffs for these characters is that uh, Corey's parents show up for the last event. And they have a moment of, like, talking about it, and they basically say, like – we know that you were being really hard on yourself. We didn't want to give you the pressure for the first things, but we just had to see you do this. Right. Like, like there's this moment where like, uh, for Corey, it's like, that's what we don't understand. Um, for the farm girl, the parents have that same thing of like, we didn't realize how, like how, how different and how important this was. So of course, like, you know, um, for death knell i think death knell is the only person who's like a fully complete person <laughs> i don't, I don't yeah. know for me like for me i think that with death knell um maybe it yeah is death knell doing this because her parents want her to like uh, no, no i think death Nell's doing this because she, she enjoys just it. fucking loves it i think i think we can yeah 
I think she can just be mysterious. Like, we don't have to give her external things. Like, maybe people just don't understand her. And then there's... Uh, I feel like... And we haven't talked about this yet, but um, <laughs> I... Saunas are really big in Finnish culture. And uh, saunas are considered... A, they could be a portal from this world to the next. And maybe there's something, like, um, that she brings this kind of mysterious spiritual thing. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, maybe connects with the other Finnish girls in the sauna scene oh, I, where I kind of love that idea they, in the sense that like, yeah, she's the one that introduces them to the sauna and ev- like, cause to speak to what both of you are talking about, how the, the show is about how they're connecting. I think everybody needs to connect except for Fia. Yeah. And mm. so, like, we have that scene where Death Knell brings them into the sauna, and maybe that's her song. It's like there's the smoke and the steam rising, and she's singing about Finnish, Finnish gods and Finnish yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. And what if, like, her thing is she's trying to show them, like, they, they're wilder sure, than they're yeah. letting themselves be. And so she, like, she, evokes she, she ends up these... being the catalyst for a lot of them of, like, standing up to their parents almost. Yeah, something like that, where it's just, yeah, she's just a source of, like, I'm doing this because I love it. I am my own person. I'm not the kind of person that you think would do this kind of thing, but I don't care. And this is my, like, way that I find my wildness. And then she helps them embrace that through a uh, a spiritual <laughs> scene where they encounter horse gods. I love it. Hobby horse gods. Hobby horse gods. I love it. I love that. I love that. And like, because she's the death metal, it's like got the smoke and the steam and she's like, it turns, it, it turns, it turns into a fucking laser show. That's fucking rad. Yes. That's fucking rad as shit. <laughs> yeah. Is this, do we think this would be bef- like during the I, second I think, act? I think first? that this might be how the second act starts. <laughs> I like this as the second act. Because, because I yeah, think- it, well, I mean, it, it is very much this thing of like, they're getting re- like, like, to, the next day is the competition. And so this is like the night before. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, maybe that that actually does make a lot of sense for the end of the first act. But it's right in that middle point. You know what I mean? And it's just this like rise and whatever. Yeah. And it's fucking rad as shit. Yeah. So we build up to that by we have to expose like the struggles that the other, that the yeah. team, or that the is each having. individual competitor is having going through and then we have that scene that's like okay guys we're here because we love this and because we're wild and strong and let's let's do this yeah i love that i love that and that starts it uh, that either starts and ends the first act or starts the second act out i love that and then the second act is mostly each one of their performances in the the final level in the final stage oh yeah 100 percent uh, and um, and then I think that there's something like kind of uh, ethereal that we can make it that allows for it is their performance and it is also a conversation with their parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is these songs. And then, you know, and we have this, we literally just have like five resolutions in a row, right? Like there is this like level of like these things are just happening together and all that stuff. And then we have the winner uh, announced who gets yeah, who wins i think it should be anya honestly because i feel like her her goal like well 
because Anya is the one that like she's doing it because she loves hobby horsing. Katie is doing it. She likes it, but she's doing it because her mom was forcing her to do something inside and she's finally learning how to be her own person. So that's her resolution. Yeah. Uh, Nell wanted friends. She's made some friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not necessarily wanted I, friends, I, but she's but she's created a community. And Corey, I think Corey has to lose, and her yes. and his parents have be there, saw that, and be so proud that he got third. Exactly. Like he gets third, and they're so mm-hmm. like that is so amazing. You know, they they actually like love that he did that well, um, and and that's where we find out his resolution of like. His parents weren't there because he's been so nerve-wracking that he doesn't deserve to be there. Yeah. That he didn't want they didn't want to add the pressure <laughs> so they left. Like that's the reason why they decided not to be there like right oh, right that's they just nice. they're yeah. like Corey, you're so anxious. That's why we're not here. You didn't tell me that. If we did, you would have felt bad. <laughs> 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 I think that I think that like in terms of for like really writing it with there's a lot of nuance we have to add to that conversation so it doesn't oh, it doesn't yeah. sound like but the parents are just being yeah. assholes but like yeah so then that leaves Anya and Fia yeah and I think Fia I I think this is important for Fia because she maybe at the end this is her realizing she's part of the community and not necessarily that she's part uh that that she has to be the best so Sophia gets second. Uh-huh. Yeah, Fia gets second. Maybe she is about to win and, and she sees lose. how much Anya wants it and she, she stumbles at the end on purpose because Anya deserved it more. Sure. Like she has she oh, has yeah. the full like complete like and her dad is like, I'm really proud of you. That takes a lot of guts. Like she has her own kind of complete moment. So nobody because we don't want a fourteen year old girl in the hobby horsing community to be the villain. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we necessarily need yeah, a villain I don't, villain. No, I don't I, think we oh, need a villain character in any of these. I think there's rivals and maybe competition. So, so there, like, there's, there's competition. There's two that sides of that. The first one is is Putnam County ends with one person tossing the for the other person. Yeah. Very much for this reason. That someone else needs it more. Um, I think that maybe there's a different aspect of that, which is, like... Fia is caught cheating, but she didn't know she was cheating. Her dad did it. Oh, I like that. I think that works better because it's a little less. We're, it's a little mm. less. We're taking it straight from somebody else. Right. So her dad does it. She's caught cheating, and I think that like she can't. She doesn't get to. She doesn't get to uh, compete to win. The all the the other the other mean. ones are like she should still get to compete. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't win, but she gets to compete. And that's, and it's because she explains herself and they're like, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like she didn't know she was cheating. Um, Your parents are crazy. Our parents are crazy. Exactly. Exactly. And, and they, I like that. Yeah. And, and so Anya and her connect in that way, like that there's these expectations for them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And so then I guess just Anya just wins because she's just like really good at stuff. I don't I I don't think that we see any other winner in this story, you know. It's not even that she has to, it's just the one that makes sense. And and or there's another person that just wins that we don't talk about the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> the winner is Rebecca. 
Ooh. No, I think I think I think that I think that you know when you have a good story when and good characters when you're like, "Oh, of course this is the person that won." Yeah, she's got to win. Yeah. That I, mm-hmm. I like that. So this is we we got there. It's it's an interesting one because normally we do something that's a, like very much story driven and this is character driven. And I really liked what we did with that. And I really liked kind of the piece in it the way we did. But that me so so we got it. But we need this. There's a song that we have. So we wrote the book. Right. And for those of you that don't know, the book is the storyline, the the words essentially for the musical. And uh, so we need somebody to we need to write the music, and that's where you come in. Um. um so you guys I was keep thinking, and Olivia, uh, Olivia, I think you you yeah. probably agree with me. The death knell song. That that's gonna be really cool, right? I. I... Yeah. So, who uh, write so... That, right. Yeah, and I think it would be called Gates of Hell. Gates of Nell. Gates are of you, Nell. Oh, that's great. Are you there we sure? Go. Perfect. Are you sure it's it. not um, like yeah, Urgent big, Fury? Metal. No, it's it's it, we're not. This isn't a joke, William. We're being serious with you. You need to write a. Sh- you need. You're gonna need to write the song. Look, I, you guys keep um, telling me I need to write these songs, and I. It, yeah. And you're doing uh, it, and, and it's great. Great I, job. We're really proud I of just, you. So, um. It seems like you just yeah, crank so them like, out, so I don't it's know what the big, big deal is. Like big melodic kind of rock opera thing, like big set pieces, really, mm-hmm. really big. How much do you know about Finnish um, history and Finnish, you know, like gods and mythology? If you don't, you're going to have to do a little bit of research. It needs to be accurate. So go ahead and do some research I, on that. Oh. Write this big show, probably for four or five parts. What do you think, Olivia? Five parts? Yeah. Well, I mean, I it's, think, obvi- yeah. it's obviously it's, it's of... obviously like a one day more kind of song, is what you're saying. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying I'm saying there's the one character, and then there's the chorus you got to write. No, but I mean, I mean in scope. In we scope. also need the, oh, horse right, the horse gods, right? And the horse gods. Yeah, this is so. So yeah. So so, um, so you know, it, it feel free to do with it's what got you want that with that story kind of piece of like maybe Bohemian Rhapsody then, like it's just, just this long song. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you how to do your job. I just do need to tell you that it needs to be. <sighs> yeah. So, um, so that. That's our one so requirement. I'm, I'm good with that. Feel free to uh, do whatever. Olivia, how does that sound to you? That sounds excellent to me, and I put in my full trust in you, um, William, to really crank this out, make a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know you can do it. If not, we'll find someone else. Exactly. It's that simple. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. (laughs) Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Hey again. Thank you for listening to We Wrote the Book. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Spotify and maybe leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, a special thanks to Jason Curran for our theme music. Bye.